Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome back to 2022. I hope that you all had an amazing New Year. I did loads of celebrating. I went to a fancy dress party and it was bloody brilliant. I really enjoyed it. I went as um, Mia Wallace out of Pulp Fiction. And I backdoored it about half past one in the morning because I needed to go to my own bed. I'd had enough. I'd drank too much wine and I started feeling a bit ugh. So I walked home and I saw two couples walking back from the pub and I was like, hi, happy new year. <laughs> really casual. And then when I got home, I realised that I had like blood, fake blood coming out of my nose and a, an adrenaline shot stuck to my chest. So yeah, they probably thought I'd had a, a really interesting night. But yeah, it was a really good party and I had a great night. So yesterday I spent the day with two of my lovely friends, Rach and Gina, and we did a goal setting workshop with my mentor, Francesca Ramba. And we were very productive. We did keep stopping for a snack and a drink and a chat. So I'm, I'm re-watching it today. I'm about halfway through. But you can still buy it if, you, if you're interested in it. It's really good. So just Google her. She's called Francesca Ramba. She's got a new website. It's really good. If you've not already done your goal setting, she will help you with that part. But today, I'm going. well, I'm going to be talking a bit about goal setting, but I have already done an episode on that. So I'm also going to be talking about planning, which doesn't always seem like it links with the law of attraction, but it definitely does. So I'm going to get started because I have already written a shitload of notes and I think it might be a long one so I'm going to just jump right in. Yeah we did this goal setting workshop yesterday and a lot of it was based around planning in how you're going to achieve those goals and a few episodes ago I talked about setting big goals and kind of setting up your vision for the future but this episode is going to be based more around slightly shorter term goals and more like New Year's resolution type of thing, because we're all doing it, we're all setting our New Year's resolutions, so why not? Now, I don't know about you, but I'm going to presume you're probably the same as me and the rest of the country and the rest of the world. We set New Year's resolutions with very good intentions on the 1st of January, and we're feeling like we've had a skin full of beer and eaten too much food, and we've procrastinated throughout the year and not achieved quite what we wanted to achieve. And as a result of that, you go into January feeling like, yes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be so good. I'm going to achieve all these goals and I'm going to be an absolute model citizen and do everything that I ever dreamed of. And the year is going to be my bitch. And it definitely will be. And 22 is my lucky number. I was born on the 22nd of January. Not a great birthday. Everybody's absolutely knackered and skint and it's pissing down and... Nobody really wants to do anything, but maybe not this year. 22 is my lucky number, so it's going to be a good year. But what happens in most cases is we quickly fall back into our old habits and we don't follow through on what we'd set out to achieve. And something that Francesca was saying yesterday in that workshop was about reviewing your goals and that's that's not something I'd ever thought about before so I have made space like booked in time in my future diary to do exactly that to review where I am so far and, and adjust throughout the year and I just think that's a really good 
top tip about our New Year's resolutions. When we talk about the law of attraction, it's really important to focus on the end result that you want, the end goal, and not to get too hung up on the how, because the reason for that is that the universe sometimes, or whatever it is that you believe, but for me it's the universe or the field of energy, has other plans on how you're going to get there. So it doesn't necessarily have other plans on what you're going to get. In my experience, you usually get for what you've asked for, um, bar a few plot twists, but it doesn't always send you on the same path that you might have planned for. So that's why it's important not to get too hung up on how you're going to get there. The other thing is it can feel really overwhelming if you are trying to control everything and trying to force yourself to get to a a final result or end point. Because if you've decided on how you're doing something and the universe puts forward this golden opportunity, if you're absolutely stuck on, no, no, I'm going to do it this way, then you're going to miss that big chance. But on the other hand, there is absolutely no harm whatsoever in coming up with ideas about how it could happen for you as long as you're open to it happening in like a completely different way than you'd planned and you're not going to kind of push back against that. The problem or the like the blocks that arise are only when you attempt how to get from A to Z and it feels completely impossible or overwhelming. You don't need to see the full staircase. You only need to see the next step. Um, I've totally ripped that off somebody, haven't I? It's definitely a famous one. I do not feel like that's come out of my brain at all, but there it is. It just appeared. Don't sue me. Yeah, because the law of attraction does require inspired action and it will present it to you if you're open to it. It's like, I've said this before, but it's like one of the airport walkways, you know, the ones that you, when you're walking through the terminal, there's like a an escalator, but it's a flat one. If you You've got to step onto it for it to move you 10 times faster but it will get you there 10 times or more faster if you actually just take those first few steps or an electric bike an electric bike will do absolutely nothing if it's sat in the garage but as long as you get it out and take the first few pedals of the bike you're going to be whizzing up the hills with very little effort and it's just the same so when I did that episode on goal setting a while ago I'd taken those questions and I posted them on my Instagram. So if you've not already set some goals and you want to, you could use those questions. They're on my Instagram at positive underscore pig underscore inspo. Um, Just scroll back a little bit and they're on there somewhere. I put them all on one post. And they were from a book by Jack Canfield called The Success Principles. And I found those so, so useful for goal setting. And they're definitely what I'll be using again this year combined with what I've learned from this workshop. But also with that book, it said, what is one thing that you can do tomorrow, that you can plan tomorrow to move you in the direction of your end goal? And that line in that book has completely changed my life. It's changed my life. That was very dramatic, wasn't it? But it has because... This podcast has been, let me think, probably 18 months in the making. I've done 13 episodes, it's been live for 13 weeks and it's been 18 months ago that I started thinking about doing a podcast and I really, really wanted to do it but I had so many things that I felt like I needed to do and know 
I just couldn't get to actually putting out the first podcast. And it was that question, what is the one thing that you can plan to do tomorrow that will move you in the direction of your goal that changed it? Because I thought, well, I know I'm going to do a podcast at some point. I'm going to order a microphone. So when I ordered the microphone, it came on Amazon next day delivery. I opened it up, plugged it in. I started testing it and, you know, having a, having a bit of a play around with it. And by the end of like the next 48 hours, I'd done my first episode and published it. And I thought, wow, if I hadn't planned to do that, I would still be in that pissing about stage. So sometimes it's just planning what's the next tiny step that you can take that makes the biggest difference. At that point, I had no idea that it was going to be fairly successful and that people would want to listen and that I'd get really good ratings. Like I get, I got a an email the other day to say that I'd made it to 107 in the podcast charts, which might seem like, well, it's only 107, it's not actually in the charts, but that's out of thousands of podcasts. Like <laughs> I just could have never imagine that so quickly it would do so well and I'm like so grateful for that but that wasn't me that was the law of attraction the only thing I did was take the first couple of steps to it by planning in that day that I was going to order a microphone and then just doing that sorry before we go any further I've just (laughs) really I've just re-listened to that first section of the podcast and heard myself say a to z a to z Sorry, who do I think I am? I, I've lived in Bolton my whole life. I've never said the word Z before. A to Z, that's what I meant. A to Z. I've not got all fancy, don't worry. Let's continue. So, in preparation for today's podcast, I have been having a look at what some of the more popular New Year's resolutions are. And these are the five that I found. I mean, it says different on everyone that you read, but these were the ones that kept cropping up. They were to lose weight, to save money, to learn a new skill or start a new hobby, to read more and to improve well-being. I'll just read them again. To lose weight, to save money, to learn a new skill or hobby, to read more and to improve well-being and I thought they are shit they're all very vague goals that will just never happen because they're just not specific enough and it's mega important to be really 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 specific about what you want and it made me kind of think about going back to teaching at the beginning of each lesson we write a learning objective on the board so that the kids know and that we know what are we looking to achieve during that hour or however long it is. Because if I were to write on the board to get better at maths, every maths lesson, well, yeah, they are getting better at maths, but there's nothing really to measure it against. There's nothing to decide whether or not they have until maybe the end of the year. So we'd never in a million years dream of doing that. It would be so specific. It would be exactly what skill it was. Oh, here we go. Here we bloody go. Who's texting me now? Hang on. It's going on mute. I'm back. It was my dad reminding me to book on to yoga. We're coming, Karen, if you're listening. We're coming. So where was I up to? Oh, yeah. Too vague. 
So if you set vague goals, you're going to get very vague results. So if your New Year's resolution is lose weight, how much? By when? It needs to be far more specific. And your goals should be in line with your energy, so they should be big enough to be feeling like a stretch, but also not unimaginable because then it's overwhelming and you have no motivation to even take that first step. So instead of lose weight, if that was your goal, oh, shall I, uh, I could make this mine. <gasps> oh, I always need to do this one in January because I have a lot of fun in December. So it could be, let's think, it could be like lose 30 pounds by the end of, it's making me sweat now, I'm committing, I'm committing, May, let's go for May. So instead of lose weight, lose 30 pounds by the end of May. That's achievable, isn't it? It's a bit of a stretch. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's fine. And if you've got a reason why, that would be even better. So if you can think of a reason why you want to lose that weight or whatever it is, it might not be anything to do with losing weight, it could be one of the other goals. But adding purpose to it is always going to make it more effective. So let's say that you've got a party or something coming up. No, I've nothing going on in May, but, well, my why is so that I can show you guys that it can be done through the law of attraction because Lord knows it ain't nothing to do with me. Anyway, right, so the second one that was very popular on good old Google was save money. So instead of save money, it could be save £3,000 by December for a Christmas break or a shopping trip to some one of those good places that's got the cool markets, not Manchester. Although Manchester's all right, but it's not going to make you save three grand, is it? The third one was learn a new skill or hobby. So it could be learn to hold a basic conversation in Spanish by maybe when you're going on holiday. So you could be going to Spain in, let's say, July. Maybe you want to make sure that you can order food and drinks in a restaurant on holiday. Be absolutely clear that you've asked for a very large wine and not a small one. Um, So adding a reason why and a date to it or a, a rough date. It doesn't have to be an exact date because, again, that can make you feel a bit too much pressure. The fourth one was read more. So these are not my goals, by the way. These are just, like I said, these are just New Year's resolutions that I found that were very popular, the ones that most people set. These were in the top five. So read more. Well, read more what? Like read more newspapers, read more books. How much more? Is it just that you want to read one more book because technically you've achieved it if you read one more book than you normally do? Or is it that you want to kind of become an avid reader? So instead of that, you could read 12 new books this year. In fact, when I went putting it on mute, I also started scrolling on Instagram because YOLO, you know, that's my life, and got totally distracted. And I've just seen that a friend of mine, Dave, has just started doing a 52 books this year challenge. I mean... Ooh, that's pretty intense, but I'm tempted. I'm tempted, Dev. So read 12 new books this year. That was one of mine last year. And 
I joined a book club and because of that book club, I have achieved that goal. I've read 12 books this year. In fact, I've read significantly more than 12 books. I'm not sure exactly how many, but I know that I've definitely read 12 books and that was because I've built that habit by being specific of of what I wanted to achieve. And the last one that's on the top five list is improve well-being. Now, that was another one that was on my list last year, except I was more specific about it. And if you just put in improve well-being, well, what what does that even mean? What what's the purpose behind the well-being? Like, what what is it that you want to improve? Because if you're working to yourself to death in a job that you hate and feeling miserable all the time and you can't relax, in the words of Joe Lysett, a face mask does butter no parsnips, does it? Like, what is it? It needs to be something that's going to have meaningful impact on your well-being. So could it be that you're going to quit your job like I did? (laughs) I'm not suggesting you do that for a moment unless it's impacting on your well-being. And that's one of your goals. If you want to improve your well-being, it's something to do with work, which often it is because that's one of the main causes of stress in our lives. Maybe you, you do have to do like have a big change. So when I say I was specific, I was ridiculously specific. I wrote down, um, and to be honest with you, it wasn't a new year. It was much later on in the year, but it was about, actually, no, no, it was new year because it was around about maybe like January, in the middle of January. It wasn't a new year's resolution as such. Waffling on, Anna, waffling, pack it in. Um, but I wrote down, I wanted to be able to relax my shoulders, <laughs> which is so ridiculous, but I was so stressed out just with life and, you know, all sorts of stuff that I I need, I couldn't relax my shoulders anymore. Like I was so tense all the time. I was just walking around like with my shoulders stitched to my ears. So I was that specific. And in order to do that, I had to make more than just that change. I had to do a few different things like starting yoga, for example, and meditating and doing a lot of other well-being things. But I was clear about what I wanted. And I am pleased to report that my shoulders have returned to a usual place they're no longer stitched to my ears so yeah be very 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 specific about what it is that you want so just to recap lose weight becomes lose 30 pounds by the end of may save money becomes save three thousand pounds by the end of the year learn a new skill becomes learn to hold a basic conversation in spanish read more becomes read 12 new books this year and improve well-being becomes be able to relax your shoulders (laughs) so then once you've got your clear goals it's it's time no it's not time it's time to start planning in how you are going to take those steps towards that goal right so because i've just inadvertently signed myself up to lose 30 pounds by may what a record why have i done that to myself but anyway I'll be very accountable now, won't I? Because you'll all be checking up on me. So if you see me in the staff room eating those biscuits, slap them out my hand. Um, I've just taken a few minutes to think about what 
I can plan in now to achieve that goal, just as an example to you, because I've got lots of other goals as well. Not too many, because too many just becomes useless, doesn't it? But I'm not going to share those ones with you just yet, just because I've not got them completely finished. I'm finishing my little workshop and I'm going to, I'll share them with you then. But that one that I've just signed myself up for there, um, I've just took a minute to think about what I can put in place. So this is what I've come up with. So I've got the goal. It's specific. I've got a date and now I need a plan. So I'm not going to say, right, I'm going to lose £2 a week and I'm never going to eat any sugar again and I'm going to be that just doesn't work for me. But here are a few things that I have come up with that I think will help the universe (laughs) to get me to lose £30 by the end of May. So the first one is drink more water. Everybody knows that drink more water is one. But again, that's a bit wishy-washy. So I'm going to say that I'm going to have a pint of water at the side of my bed every night before I go to bed and drink it first thing when I wake up because then whatever happens in the rest of the day, I will, of course, attempt to drink more water anyway. But whatever happens, if I do that one little thing that's very specific but very achievable, I will be drinking another pint of water every single day. So that's that's a good start there. Another one that I'd already done Um, but I think this will also help me, is restart a meal delivery service. So once a week, I used to have a box of like meal delivery. It's not one of those pre-made ones. It's all the ingredients all measured out and pretty much ready to go and you cook it. It's a gusto, it's called. Um, In fact, I'll put the link, if you want to try it, I'll put the link in the description box for this episode and you can try it. I think they give you like 60% off for three boxes and it's really good. So I've restarted that and that will stop me from going to the shop on the way home from work because I'm very disorganised with food shopping. I absolutely hate it. So I end up going to Aldi or Asda or Tesco or whatever on the way home and buying something that is probably not very healthy not horrendously so, but it's just like quick, easy crap. And if you cut me in half now, I'd probably be beige all the way through because I'd mostly just live off like Yorkshire puddings and like bread. So eating those meals from Gusto will be healthier. I'll eat more varied things and it'll just be much better for me. They've got a lot more fruit and vegetables in. So that's my second plan. Walk a minimum of four times a week and I've put next to it, rope a friend in, make it regular, when will you go and what time? Now I've not managed to arrange that but I'm going to message one of my best mates after she's got a dog that um, she walks all the time so I'm going to get her roped in and go for some walks with her and I'm also going to go for a walk at least once over the weekend even if it's just for um, a half an hour or so but I think... I should probably manage more. I have been doing very well at walking, actually. I've been going all over the place. Um, I'm lucky enough to live in a place called... Well, I live in Horwich, actually. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But not quite as glamorous. But I'm very near somewhere called Rivington, which some of you will be familiar with. And it's got 
lovely countryside, so very lucky to live near there, and there's some nice walks. My dad's got me some new walking boots for Christmas. I was breaking those in the other day, and I'm going to get more into that. So I'm going to specifically say four times a week, but I'm going to try to do a little bit more than that, especially now I've just signed myself up for that. And the next one is attend yoga. Oh, look at this. It's my, I must have attracted that text message before. Attend yoga each week, which I already do. I just need to continue with that. Um, and I would like to maybe incorporate a bit more yoga during the week as well in between Monday to Monday because I always try to go to yoga on a Monday and I love it. I love it. And the final one that I've put is fast because I know I'm not asking for nutritional advice before you give it to me, anybody who's listening. But fasting does work for me because I'm kind of an all or nothing girl anyway. Um, And what I tend to do when I'm at work because I'm busy and I'm, I'm moving now from like one classroom to another is I don't always get a chance to go and get something to eat because I'll just forget and before you know it, it's time to go somewhere else. So I tend to accidentally fast already quite often. And if I don't, I eat something like a custard cream or maybe one of like the kids' school dinners. Not like, <laughs> I don't like go and steal one of the kids' fat lunches, just to clarify. I mean, I order one and get it from the kitchen. <laughs> that sounded awful, didn't it? Like I was going snatching butties off kids. Um so if I fast, then that will also encourage me to cook my meal delivery thing when I get home and I'll just have one nice, enjoyable meal um, and some like fruit afterwards. So I'm going to try and do that as well. So you can see that it is a bit of work. I'm not going to lie. It's quite a lot of work to First of all, plan your goals, then make them specific and think about when and why, and then start planning in things that you steps that you can take towards them. But it's so worth it because if you don't, you end up in exactly the same position next year and you've not actually achieved what you wanted to achieve. And as as long as a year seems, it's not that long and it slips by in no time. And I am very guilty of just not getting started on things and putting them off and putting them off and thinking, oh yeah, I'll do that, I'll do that. And then never getting round to it. Another thing to consider is planning, not just kind of steps towards your goal, but planning in opportunities to have fun, like to enjoy your time. Because if you don't plan things in, I don't know if you ever do this, but I used to get up on like a sun, a Saturday or a Sunday and think, oh, I want to do something. And I think, what can I do? What can I do? And be messing around thinking of something to do and not actually getting anywhere. And then it'd get to about one o'clock and I'd think, oh, I could go here, I could go here. But then it's it's closing at four o'clock and you can't go and then you don't get round to it. And I, th- I always used to think I wish I'd just planned in what I was doing this weekend and then I would have known. And on the weekends where I did plan something in, it would feel like I'd had a really good weekend and that I'd made the most of my time and that I'd done all these different things. I'd been with a, a friend for a coffee and then I'd been for a walk and then I'd been out to that place that I wanted to go and seen people. And you just go back to work feeling like, ah, I've had a really good 
weekend. And if you don't plan anything in and you've just sat on the couch all weekend and been a bit fed up and bored, you just feel like you're just wasting all your time, don't you? So planning in things that you actually want to do. So if you keep saying that you've got to go away for a weekend, book it. Like It doesn't have to be soon. You don't have to have the money. Get on Airbnb, book it in, pay for it then. And just get get like plans together with friends because, again, when you want to meet up with friends, everybody's busy, everybody's got their own life and they've got different things going on at the same time. And the older that you get, the more into your 30s you get. I'm realising the longer notice people need to do something. Me and one of my friends, Alex, have, have been trying to arrange <laughs> to go out for a meal thankfully she is super organized and she's not like me at all but we had to cancel it three times because I'd not realized that there was something that I was already doing so if I'd have known we could have got to the the date first time instead of fourth time um we did manage to get there and it was lovely and it's things like that 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 kind of get you through when you've not had a great week so they're really important to plan them in Right, I think I've said most of the things that I wanted to say. I've just had a little look at my notes. Um, So I hope that that was useful and that you will really go for it with your goals because it just doesn't happen if you don't do it, does it? It it doesn't happen. It's not a a miracle. Well, it kind of is a miracle. Law of attraction is quite miraculous, but there is a little bit of work to be done. So get it done now and then reap the rewards later and... Oh God, I'm I'm like, oh no, have I shall I edit that out? Shall I edit out that I've just said I'll lose thirty pounds in five months? But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna in the name of the law of attraction, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna set myself that goal. And then I'm either gonna hide in a wardrobe at the end of May or I'm gonna be showing off like mad saying, Look what I have manifested. Mm-hmm, told you so. So yeah, so a quick recap because I know I've been talking at 100 miles an hour also how hilarious is this wait no I'll tell you I'll do the recap first no I won't I'll tell you this first um my mum has been messaging me I don't know if I told you this last week no I can't remember but I'll tell you anyway just in case but my mum has been messaging me after the podcast episodes go live and saying you're talking way too fast like you sound ridiculous and I'm like I was getting a bit annoyed with her like mum I'm not, like, I'm not talking that fast. And it turns out she's been listening to me on double speed. You know, like how you can double tap and it it makes you fast forward. So I'm... And I, I listened to one of the episodes. I was like, I can't believe that you thought that was actually how I was speaking. So she's listened to a good 12, 11 or 12 podcasts on double speed. So... Please just rewind me a bit and listen to that again on double speed just to see how absolutely hilarious it is because I couldn't actually believe that she thought I really could talk that fast. So yeah, just to recap, set your goals but be absolutely specifically clear about what is the end outcome that you will know whether you've achieved it or not. So be so clear that you could say, have I done it? Yes, I have. Don't be wishy-washy about it. The second one is to add a time frame to it. it doesn't have to be a specific date but if you can add a time frame to it it will help you because if you give yourself three months to achieve a goal 
you'll do it in three months. If you give yourself three years, you'll do it in three years. Especially for if you're anything like me, professional procrastinator, you, you will just do it at the very last minute when you don't have any other option. So, you know, watch me shrink 30 pounds between the 15th of May and the 30th. <laughs> um, no, not doing that. Not doing that this year. So give it a time frame. Then if you can, give it a reason why. So if you have a reason why, that's a big motivation. That's really like keeps you on track if you've got something to work towards and why you're doing it. Because otherwise, what's the point? Like, what are you going to gain? So think about what you're going to gain from your goal. And finally, plan it in. And no, not finally, penultimately plan it in. Plan it into your diary now, get your calendar out, get your journal out, get your diary out and write in what you're going to do and when, like so specific and start building those little habits that will help you, like the water thing. If it's like the losing weight thing, start drinking the water in the morning. And this is the final one, review. Review your goals quarterly. So in the end of March, review your goals and see where you're up to. Do you need to adjust anything? Are you on track? Planning that as well. Plan the time to review. That's it. I hope that that's helped you. Happy New Year. And I will see you next week. Have a fantastic week. See you later.